0: Hi there. Welcome to Shrink Chat. This is the companion show to our main podcast, Terror Talk. My name is Shannon, and I'm joined every week by my friend Kathy. On this show, we talk about psychology and media and whatever else comes up. It's a bit looser. So hang out and welcome to Shrink Chat. And record. (laughs) (laughs) this is shannon and kathy with shrink chat i am here too hi hi all right that's our show (laughs) um well we're doing uh we are recording richard kuklinski we have started the series and so if you are a regular listener of ours you have already listened to or are going to listen to soon
1: the first episode of the kuklinski series I really urge people to listen to, I didn't know much about him and I purposely didn't read a lot about him. Yeah. To have it be a little new, yeah. fresh, just have some organic reactions to it. Yep. He's really worth listening to. Yeah.
0: Like far more interesting than one would yeah. expect. You kind of, his media is like, Oh, that's the killer. And, and, and yes, the interviews of him are fascinating to watch.
1: Well, We also just hear but, a lot about mob stories. And, yes.
0: and so it, it, when you hear that, you're like, eh, he's just another. Yeah. Nope. No, not just another. And a little bit complex psychologically so far. Um, so, yeah, we're enjoying that in, in the ways that you can enjoy that. <laughs> uh, trivia. Okay.
1: Ladies and germs, mm. you're going to scroll down on Instagram, again, unless you want to send a pigeon email or a written letter. If you're going to do this on Instagram, you're going to scroll down to the post that says Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at June 23rd was the post. So if you're looking at the dates. So she's putting
0: a little work in it for you.
1: Just because this question's about slashers. So I thought okay. that was a good cool one to put the answer on. You guys have a couple options here. You can actually be creative. I'm just looking for what your immediate reaction to this question is however, there are five movies I'm looking for specifically. So the question is name one of the first three films categorized as a slasher. Now -hmm. everyone's going to go, okay, well depends on the decade and it depends. I'm referring to the seventies. However, you will get a bonus If you're able to mention one of the two from the 60s, because slashers really, they weren't considered slashers, I don't think, until the 70s, but now they are regarded as what sort of triggered the genre. Okay. So the golden age of slasher films is actually from 1978 to 1984. So what I'm looking for is one of the first three that was considered a slasher in the seventies, mm-hmm. but if you want to be creative and go, this was one of the first two movies to even start the genre, and it was in the sixties. I'll take <laughs> that as well. <laughs> and there could be disagreement. Yeah, the, I mean, if, if the anything, else. they'll just be. I'm, I'm actually just really interested to see what people come up with. Yeah, and then I'll let you guys know the five that I have, the two from the sixties and the three from the seventies. Right. Just curious to see what people, how many people come up with some of the same.
0: Well, and it's sort of where we want to encourage just participation too. So it's like you get a little, you get a, a, you know, you get credit for participating. You go in the hat for the ultimate gift prize. We're going to send out a box of stuff. stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I need a car though. Well, you you have to figure that out because we're giving (laughs) yours away. (laughs) Because we're giving mine away. (laughs) Yeah. We're not giving away a car, (laughs) but yeah, sending a gift. So yes, answer that question On which post on Instagram? Sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp on Instagram. So that's the trivia for the week. And
1: not summer camp. There's two of them. You want to look for sleepaway camp. She made it really tough. I'll look over the other one just in case (laughs) you mess
0: up, royally. Yeah. Mm. It might happen.
1: It could happen.
0: Could. So what else? I was going to mention that I have gotten quite a bit of screeners screeners now. Yeah. So we've talked on the show about how I get screening copies of movies that the companies are trying to get nominated for Academy Awards. So it is solidly, into November
1: now, so I've gotten some
0: screeners and I wanted to mention. She has like
1: 700 sitting on the desk.
0: It's really not true. and More like it's, seven. It's early on. There'll be more. So as we know, there was Pets, Pets 2. 2. Still have not watched it. <laughs> it's a little crinkled as well. It's mm-hmm. kind of been gotten like a little Looks like you mushed. watched it a bunch. <laughs> but no. So Pets 2, uh, Downton Abbey, which I did watch. Uh, Toy Story 4, which I've seen. I'm going to borrow that one. Missing Link, uh, which has some interesting technology. I have not watched that yet, but I saw some trailers and they were at the Contenders event and it seemed interesting. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, do I world. see what I think I see? Us. Yeah. The Peanut Butter Falcon. And The Farewell. Uh, and The Cave, which is a documentary, a National Geographic documentary. Ooh. Um, It's the story of a hidden secret underground hospital in Syria and the female-led team of civilians and medical professionals who risk their lives to provide medical care to the besieged local population in Syria. So amidst the devastation of war, 30-year-old aspiring pediatrician Dr. Amani and her team timeless uh work tirelessly to restore health and hope so that's called the cave i'm really looking forward to that do not forget your documentary films this time of year it's a excellent way to see some i think i posted something on our facebook page about like the the huge list of documentaries that are trying to get a nomination in the awards uh for 2020 and so that's a great list to look at in the sense that if you look at that list of documentaries, you know that the, the production companies and producers behind those projects are, are pushing them as their best work. Mm. And so a lot of times we don't know documentaries, you know, you look at this and you go, the cave, okay, what is that? Like, why would I, you're flipping through your, you know, online, you know, you're trying to figure out something to watch on a Saturday Mm -hmm. and you see all these names and documentaries. You haven't seen ads for them. You don't know what the hell they are. Right. So if you look at that list, um, maybe it's easier to Google a little bit and educate yourself and pick some documentaries because we obviously talk a lot about true crime documentaries on this show. Mm -hmm. um, But I like documentaries in general. The other thing that I got, which is a cool thing. And then I'll be done with that. um, (laughs) Is this is super cool for me because what Netflix does is, is they don't waste money, you know, sending you, Physical DVD screeners. What they do is is they send this sort of fancy code or something thing out, and they send you a card with a code for three free months. Three, wow, free months. And they did this last year, and I remember thinking, "Oh, it's going to be like if you need a new service, and only if you're new." But they know nobody's new, right? (laughs) Most people have Netflix, Um, and so it's whether you're an ongoing member or you're new. And what I did last year, it was so exciting because I just went in, I put in my code, I got three free months, and I didn't have to pay for Netflix for three months, which was super awesome. It's a, I mean, you know. It's awesome. So that's cool. That's a a stack. Get a little nice little stacky poo here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll watch some of them and talk about them. I don't know. I don't know what happens on this show. I'm just here with my headphones on and I pushed the red button. And then we just go. It's true. You have a paper in front of you. Do you I do. have something well, to say? I always have a newspaper in front of I know. Do me. you have something important to
1: say? I think Newspapers so. seem important, oh, don't they? Do you they? hear that? Is that a weird connection? Can you hear that? Okay. I just got like a buzzing. I didn't know if anyone else heard that. That's just in your head. So. Mm. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> I do. I, I pull things from the LA Times. Um, okay. Topical. Hmm. I know that I deal with this a lot in private practice with family, parents and kids. And I just want to have a small discussion on this. This is uh, actually coming in from South Korea that South Korea wrestles with video game addiction. So they're starting to talk about this, which this comes up a lot in sessions oh, yeah. uh, um, with parents going, Oh, they're just, they can't get off. They can't transition off and, I, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about ADHD being overdiagnosed, okay. but I'm going to get on my soapbox <laughs> I'm like, about ADHD lying. being overdiagnosed. <laughs> she is lying. She and is know, getting on funny. that soapbox. I, I read, I, I do CEUs on it because I assess for it. And, you know, there, it, I don't know how many people know this, but there's really no, there's not a 100% fail safe uh, empirically valid way of assessing ADHD.
0: Yeah. It's not a black and white. It's not black and white. And people probably, a lot of people probably don't even know that it is overdiagnosed, right? Like, no. In so-
1: fact, th- what I think is really interesting is when I read the CEU train, C- so CEUs for people who are not in the industry, it's continuing education units that we need to renew our licensing. Mm-hmm. So I just did a six, un- six CEU one, um, which I had to read the book and, and I'm reading all this information and it's basically stating how, well, you have to take this background and then you have to check with this family and then you have to talk to mm-hmm. the teachers and you have to, which I do, I do get them to do all the self-reports. And then they make it sound like, you know, there's, there is this formula mm-hmm. to, to diagnosing it, but then mm-hmm. you get to the end of the book and they're basically saying there's no formula. <laughs> and it also makes it, th- this is, this is what I think is makes it really complicated is if you go to a medical doctor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're going to base it on genetics mm-hmm. and they're going to base it on observation. Right. If you go to a psychologist, <laughs> they're going to base it on psychological testing mm-hmm. and self-report. Yeah. And if you go to a neurologist, they're going to base it on other things. So we have this problem because we have different schools of thought assessing one kid and no one's going to go to all three unfortunately right and even if they did there'd be this overlap and i think i think the my my main purpose in bringing this up is even in our field there is this There are these red flags and these alarms going off that if a kid does this and he's genetically predisposed, we want to give him a diagnosis of ADHD and we actually don't have a stimulant problem in this country, which I was laughing at when I was reading. They're like, (laughs) we're actually, you know, in the States, we don't over medicate with stimulants (laughs) for adhd and i'm i'm sitting here and i'm they're concentrating on opiates i'm raging (laughs) because i'm just you know i'm i'm watching tv the other morning and i see this mother who's (laughs) getting shit from a school district because her kid has epilepsy and they don't want to have to monitor his cbd oil that's a liability but we're using adderall like a pez dispenser right so all of this is like flooding, flooding, flooding. So, so I'm reading this article, South Korea wrestles with video game addiction. So clearly, they a lot of video games, it's a huge gaming, there's a lot of gaming goes on, competitions and things. Um, so a majority of adults and more than 90% of youths feed the $13 billion Korean gaming industry. So it's huge there. So clearly, the government, um, which assembled a panel of experts and industry insiders to study the issue could add gaming disorder to its own diagnostic Korean standard, their version of the DSM basically. Um, But there are people who are also calling this a witch hunt. So my thing is I do think it can be an addiction. I do think that um, kids, there are many kids who have a difficult time transitioning off of it and it's not because they have ADHD. It's because it is addicting
0: yeah. It's because it's, uh, endorphin producing. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, and for a depressed person, um, cause adults have this problem too for a depressed person who, or a recovering drug addict too, mm-hmm. because there we're you know, we're looking for things that give us dopamine, instant gratification. And it's, um, not only are you like obsessed with playing the game and following the story and living a virtual life, you're also obsessed with the social aspect of it because a lot of times it's a way to get so um, perceived social connection online, which is a lot of the ways kids are socialized these days, but also adults doesn't, you know, can, it can be both. And it's a way to get out your uh, aggression Mm -hmm. and anger in a, healthier way than on children or you know peers or others yeah i mean clearly gaming there's a harm reduction piece of that
1: yeah it's not all bad i'm not saying
0: it's safe i'm just and you know of course there's been lots of studies about how gaming is good for the brain and Mm -hmm. we could have all that argument but i hear what you're saying as far as like the denial of the the Ritalin
1: situation yeah, is basically what you're yeah. So, about. you know, only kids with ADHD are going to struggle with this. It's like bullshit. There's not addictive medications to prescribe. There are. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of different ones that also are not nearly yeah. as yeah. Yep. So this whole, this whole thing comes up for me just because as someone who assesses this, I tend to be way and I I see parents get, really frustrated with me I'm way conservative in using Mm -hmm. that diagnosis yeah and I bet they do because I think there's some services and medications that come with the diagnosis that they're wanting to tap into right but I think for me and I I I would assume you agree but you can tell me if I'm wrong is when we when we think about diagnosis Mm -hmm. because I'll say to the parents I'm not I'm not suggesting your kid doesn't have an attention deficit. Right. What I'm suggesting is, is it's not the primary issue. Yeah. So the way that I diagnose is if ADHD is present, if mm-hmm. there's an attention deficit, it's not going to be the primary diagnosis. In fact, I may even put it in as an NOS mm-hmm. or I may even rule it out entirely because now there's this whole thing about, you know, oppositional defiance is comorbid with ADHD. So if he's ODD, then he definitely has ADHD. So right. there's every excuse to diagnose a kid with ADHD and then we're missing the primary issue, which is what's going on at home? How much screen time does it get, right?
0: Yep. We just we just get put check the box, yep. go to the med, and then we're medicating a symptom that's of right. something deeper. And that's that's a struggle of psychology all the time because it's the same with substance abuse where a lot of people think that the substance abuse is primary, but for many of us, we know that the substance abuse is generally speaking, it's obviously, there's no ever. Yeah. Is a coping skill. Right. It's a maladaptive coping skill and it doesn't last very long and it kills you in the end, but it's a coping skill mm-hmm. to cope with an affect, an uncomfortable affect, whatever that is. Maybe that's a mental illness. Maybe that's grief. Maybe that's whatever it is. So it's just.
1: And you'll get, you'll get a uh, neuropsychologist who will fire back and they'll say, well, but there is evidence there's, this is not just behavioral. There's cognitive evidence mm-hmm. that there's dopamine deficiencies and blah, blah, blah with kids with ADHD. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, there is with depression too, mm-hmm. but meds are not the only way to fix that.
0: Well, and that's why there's, I mean, there's a certain antidepressant that I'm thinking of that is often it's uh, used. diagnosed for, to treat ADHD. That's right. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know. So there is my soapbox of the week. Would you like me to take the box and put it back over there? Yeah, I'm I'm good. You can yeah, you can put it away for now.
0: <laughs> You're good. I'm good. That was the box. That was the box. Okay, cool. Um you know what I was looking at? The the other thing I wanted to kind of throw in here um is I was looking at the beginning of next year. And like horror movies and stuff that are happening. Did you know that they are making a Fantasy Island movie and that it's I a did. horror movie? No, I did not know that part. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play the. I want to play the trailer for you. Please. It'll be, it'll be fun. Let's hope an ad doesn't play before it because I'm just pulling up YouTube. But it's called Fantasy Island. For those of you who don't know, really old series from what, the 80s, 70s? I don't know. I think
1: it's late 70s or very 80s.
0: old sort of
1: the plane the plane yeah
0: culturally kind of kitschy Ooh,
1: <laughs> i it's, guess it's it's pretty it's pretty it's racy pretty bad yeah. and
0: pretty strange but um not a horror series at all more of a mystery funny soap opera kind of thing that i think it was on at like nine o'clock at night or something i don't remember but anyway so fantasy island they're making a horror movie out of it and i'm going to play the trailer right now i hope you're whoa you ready
1: There is an elevator. In the elevator, you press the button to the floor with no name. Behind those doors is a life
0: you always dreamt of. The plane, it's here. This weekend, you will be our guests. Here, anything and everything is possible.
1: No service. It's not everything is possible.
0: Good evening. I'm Mr. Rurik. Let me officially welcome you to
1: Fantasy Island. (laughs) Fantasy Island! I'm curious how this all works. What if your fantasy involves a person from your life? Holograms, like Tupac. What if it's somebody who died? Tupac. So, what's your fantasy?
0: Revenge on a childhood bully. Just it. I see. Your life is about to change. Got it, yeah. I, want it. Got it. I hope you're ready. <laughs> She's so great. Cool. That is a really good hologram.
1: There is only one fantasy per guest, and you must see your fantasy through.
0: It brought her back to life.
1: No matter what. Oh my god. That's really her. Work. This is not what I meant! What the hell is this place? People die here. The island's twisting what we asked for. <laughs>
0: We weren't brought here to have our own fantasies. I want it. I
1: got it. I want it. We were brought here to be a part of something else. I got it. I want it. I got it. I'm your friend. I've always wanted to hear you say that. <laughs> so it's clearly Blumhouse because everybody's beautiful in it. <laughs> I know. Does, it has nothing to do with the show.
0: No, except for that, people go to an island. They're not even on a cruise ship. No, I mean they maybe they come there. On a, I mean from the trailer, it's like they're on an island. Yeah, um, you know I don't know if you what you could tell from the from the clip, but they're on an island with a bunch of beautiful people, men and women, young people mostly. Yeah, and they go to the island, and it looks like they're being granted like their Blumhouse, fantasy. Did Blumhouse
1: did Happy Death Day. Is that them? So. I think so. it I has do, that similar vibe. They do everything these Well, they days. did get out
0: in Halloween, yeah, but yeah. this has a
1: vibe. I'm going to look this up while you're talking. Okay, do, do, <laughs>
0: I'll just vamp until she yes. is. Because um, I sprung it on her. Uh, yeah, they're beautiful. They. It looks to me like the premise is that you go to this island and you get your fantasy Um,
1: Yes, they did. Sorry. Just jumping in in there. No worries.
0: Um, Your fantasy is granted, but I'm not sure, you know, you signed on to have your fantasy granted. You just, they heard them talking probably. And now it's like, Oh, would you really like revenge against your so-and-so? And then they're like, well, we can provide that for you. It's fantasy Island. And then everybody starts to realize, oh shit, I didn't mean like actually kill the person. It was just a fantasy. And that's an interesting psychological situation, right? Because we all have, everybody has a fantasy about doing something that is not uh, legal, uh, morally clear. Uh, We all get angry and have fantasies about things that we wouldn't share, right? Things we wouldn't actually want to happen. You know, after a breakup, you get particularly mad, you say to your friends that, you know, I hope that person dies or whatever, in a fit of anger, that kind of thing. So we've all had feelings that we didn't actually want to see. Yeah, Yeah. we didn't actually want to execute and it looks like that's the premise. It's like, they actually execute them. So yeah. I don't know, I'm not going to rush out to the theater to watch no. it. No, definitely not. But when it's around, I imagine we can watch it and then get back to it <laughs> and sort of see. Uh, you know, the other thing that and I'm and that's out uh, January. Crap. I didn't look up the date. I know one of these is January. One of these is February. Um, because the other one I was I thought would be interesting for you to know is. This movie called Underwater with Kristen Stewart.
1: Mm, I love her. And I want to see Charlie's Angels.
0: Yeah. You know what's interesting about this movie is that uh, people, they're getting into like the aquatic horror these days. Do You notice that? Like the, they're back into yeah. the, the water thing. Um, what was that one that came out recently where?
1: It was like an Oscar award winning one a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't experience that as like
1: a horror movie, but I never saw it. Wasn't it a thriller though? Or was like, it was kind of depressing. Wasn't it it?
0: kind of science fictiony science fiction (laughs) yeah. in my, okay. That's kind of what my feeling was about it, but yeah, underwater. And I think this is a movie that she made a while back and now it's just coming out.
1: By the way, she was really great on SNL this past. <laughs> oh, was she? Yeah. How what, she, well? How now it's it? been a couple of weeks. She's just and she makes fun of herself too. She, she in her monologue she yeah. talks about how, you know, if you ask me a question, I'm gonna react like a uncomfortable 15 year old at a dinner table. Mm-hmm. You know, and she does an impression that is who of herself. She is, yeah. yeah, she's she's grown into herself. a Well, lot. I
0: think that's who uh, that's funny because that's who the public thinks she is. I listened to her um, her Howard Stern interview and it was really good, and she talked about. How, you know, people think I'm this awkward person who doesn't like to talk to people, but she sat with Howard and talked for an hour and a half. She was perfectly fine. Like she talked to all the radio. Exactly. But, but they film it too. Yeah. They film it too. You can, on the app, you're, you're watching them. Mm, Okay. um, So they are on camera and they know they are. So. There's that option as well, but yeah, I understand. She just sort of said like that's not true anymore of me. Not
1: anymore. No. I, I mean she she's... was like 15 or something yeah, she when she
0: started that whole Robert Pattinson thing. Twilight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and she was I mean, then she did Panic Room when she was a little little.
0: Yeah, she talks about that in the interview yeah, like kind of great the, in that. kind of the trajectory of that. Um Yeah. What else? What do you have you watched anything? recently
1: no i've been watching funnier stuff this week i've needed to lighten it up after some of the things that we've been watching so i watched the the season finale to south park is
0: oh my god
1: so inappropriately (laughs) awfully it's so inappropriate funny and wrong in so many ways but again gallus humor takes us to good places sometimes um let's see uh, snl i've been watching some of the our our girl from fleabag was on a few weeks ago and what's her name again she's a i don't liar. know but she's i love her flipping funny i'm waiting for that season to come out yeah um and then you know i'm, I'm caught up on uh, this is us and then their sister show Mil- um million little things oh yeah. so i've been watching more like main network yeah I understand funny. i've I've, I've this gotta get that funny but right
0: <laughs> no no it's not um I watched the first season I haven't gotten back to it yet
1: but that's yeah, in the fourth season already yeah
0: I haven't I haven't gotten back to it lately um I have caught up with blacklist okay so they're in season seven which I think might be the final season mm-hmm. but um I've caught up now with where they're at because they're still making episodes so that's annoying (laughs) these days it's like because slow down (laughs) down. (laughs) because especially when you've really over the last couple months i've watched you know six seasons of this show Mm -hmm. and so you're you're in the world man Mm -hmm. (laughs) after that long and so now they're like six seasons into season seven Mm -hmm. and now i've got to go with you know Every week, mm-hmm. but I'm probably not going to do that. I just don't watch any things like that anymore. Yeah. I, I, I'll wait a few weeks now, or forget entirely about it. And one day you'll be like, "Did you ever finish that blacklist show?" And I'll be like, "Oh yeah, They're gonna get back to that. They're probably done with that now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> next summer or something. Yeah. Um, you know, we have to get together. This would be my last thought for the day, but. We should get together and plot out the, I'm thinking like plot out January, February episodes. For Terror Talk? Yeah. And for now, like we, this whole year we've been plotting them out like by quarter, like three or four months worth of shows and trying to guess kind of where we wanted to be and what was coming out and what we would be interested in. And We're deciding that we're going to maybe program two months at a time because we have to kind of get ahead of it, you know, a little bit. I mean, we announced on the Terror Talk show that we're going to be doing, uh, Kathy's going to be doing Ramirez as a true crime series. Yeah, the Night Stalker. In the spring. But we got to plan January and February. By the way, Mm -hmm. it's
1: incredibly terrifying to be reading his story right now when everything took place within, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes of where we're sitting right now. So,
0: so what you're saying is we should continue our conversation on vicarious trauma.
1: (laughs) His stuff's really hard. Yeah, I mean, we need to talk about it tonight. But the, I mean, his he's one of the most brutal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I
0: think if you get sucked into all the, you know, and that's what happens when we research these guys is there's a point at which you get out of the childhood stuff. And like the thick psychology stuff, and you get into killing after killing well, after killing. That's after killing. how this book starts. Yeah, it starts well,
1: with him as an adult, and yeah, I have course. to read it during the day. I can't, and I don't get scared. Mm-hmm. But because of his crime and where he did it and what time of day he did it, yeah. I'm like sitting in his yeah his pool. Yeah, yeah. You're the. Yeah, you're I mean, the target he, in he, was, he was right off these exits we're yeah. sitting in. So, yeah, and it was a night.
0: Yeah, a Los Angelian. I mean, I felt a little bit that way during the Manson series because, like, I grew up. Well, you were also
1: here during night stalker
0: yeah oh yeah well i don't know i don't know we'll we'll see with the years and how they coincide because i haven't always lived in la but it would have um, been i think around 84 okay then yeah probably and i yeah i felt that way a little bit with banson just because those canyons i'm super familiar with the canyons he was in mm-hmm. i'm super familiar with the hollywood hills and i've been in many many houses in the hollywood hills and so yeah i sort of as we were tracking that i, I had a similar kind of feeling of like
1: I had that, too, when I lived in San Francisco with the Zodiac. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. When they would talk about certain streets, and I was like, oh, I was there yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's creepy. That'd be another interesting one for you and I to do together, the Zodiac. Zodiac? So many different Mm -hmm. conspiracies around that one.
0: Yeah, that would be a good one. I'm not sure what my next one is. I mean, I'm thick into Kuklinski right now, but... You know, we're always kind of thinking ahead. So if you ever have suggestions, I bring up the fact that we're going to program. So we're going to program a couple months at a time because what I found was and I um, I think Kathy found this to be the same is that when we programmed out three or four months, things would come up mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, I'd really like to do that right now. But we're we've got this sort of schedule going on. Mm-hmm. And but um we did leave a couple of episodes to chance and we're able to fill them really quickly with topical stuff. But Uh, so I think we're going to do two months at a time so that we're not too behind, you know, so that we can be kind of spontaneous, right? Um, so if you have suggestions or desires, please let us know. And we thank you so much for listening. This is shrink chat. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy sleep safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Shrink Chat. If you enjoy what we do here, there are two things you could consider. Subscribing and sharing our episodes on social media and checking out our Patreon page. Don't hesitate to contact us on Twitter, Instagram, or our Facebook page. We upload new episodes of Terror Talk every Wednesday and of Shrink Chat every Friday. Until then, goodbye and have a pleasant tomorrow.